You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. And what's going on? It's your boy Kingsbridge Rich, and this is the My Bronx Story Podcast. Now you can really go out there and binge these episodes and get it in. So um, I'm excited for all the support, so thank you. And on a sober, somber note, I have to address the passing of my man, Wildstyle Tracy168. Uh, Kingsbridge and Morris mourns uh, his passing. This is a uh, just uh this is one of those things that like you start losing your heroes this episode here i'm going to be talking about 50 years of hip-hop and so with the 50 years of hip-hop i in particular coming from a certain hood and being of a certain age have a strong perspective and i could speak on that i'm having a little frustration as i look around and i see the explanation of hip-hop from people who are not here new york city and the bronx in particular is a lot more nuanced there's so much more to it. And so being a person that's from here, and that's just being a person from here. Also being a person who can speak and articulate the movements of being a breakdancer, b-boy. Somebody who could address certain hand styles as a writer, being that connected to graffiti in my time here. I could speak on that, I could recognize certain things. I can address certain in-betweens and speak on that. And let's talk about the turntablism. DJing, the producers of the world, the people who chop it up, take beats, no samples, speed it up. I've had my fun and my great interactions through hip hop in my time, in my youth with DJs, helping them up with vinyls and a perspective that comes from that and knowing who was there by race and, 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 and the footprint of the Bronx and the way that we're stacked on top of each other in buildings and the diversity and the people who was there and the people who represented at certain ages. And so when I speak 50 years of hip hop, I am not only talking about rap. And what happens is that hip hop is categorized as rap, the mouthpiece of hip hop, but it doesn't address the three other pillars. Those being graffiti, the DJ turntablism, the b-boy breaking, and the MC, the rapper. These are the four elements of hip-hop and there's a fifth element that we address called knowledge of self and in that in the core of people who consider themselves true hip-hop like myself who's participated and been amongst the pioneers directly geographically i speak on that because there's a certain essence that you live in the other people who they just they crave for it they want to do it they want to and shout outs to them because that's what makes a movement that's what made hip-hop go global wasn't just one element It'd be foolish to think that one thing can take the credit. And another part of this recording I want to address is that where people who want to have exclusive credit. And at this point, I would like to address FBA culture because there's been a lot of people going on certain sides or taking a side of whether Puerto Ricans were instrumental in the creation. And that's us and me speaking on behalf of Puerto Ricans are not claiming, of course, exclusive right to the creation of hip-hop, but rather just saying that we are co-creators, that we were there at the beginning with you. And so then the argument becomes on FBA side, no, it's exclusively us and you guys maybe contributed a little something. But then you can throw back the argument that we are the minority amongst the minority. 
So proportionately, we're not going to be at the same numbers of you, but we were there. And then the other issue is the skin color. You cannot tell me I wasn't there because if you address Puerto Rican as skin color and thinking that we're the lighter shade, that's not always the case. Because within us, we have every shade. My own father being a black man who went through black experiences and black racism because his skin color, not the language he spoke. He was first a black man in the other man's eyes. And what you think my experience, whatever shade I was, that's still my father going through things, me holding his hand. That's my experience too. The racism, the shared experience, we and our families have multiple shades. And I can address right now that there's some families that are very racist because I've experienced that within my own as well. You know, quick to say, oh, was it a black person? Let's talk about it because I think both sides have to come to a reality that we both brought this together. And this is to show you hip hop is much deeper than just music. And when we want to think about the culture, I want to talk and track it all the way back to Africa on both ends. Because the, the reason why we all fighting and all this whole thing about hip hop is a fight is because one side, us Puerto Ricans, us Caribbean people, Jamaicans, all the people of the, the African diaspora, right? We all took a path from one direction from Africa. But our brothers here on the mainland took a different path and are from another region of Africa. So all this beefing about is it black, we all are black. We got filtered because we got injected with the European as they raped and pillaged us and took our, our, our indigenous people and did what they did to them. You understand? But here we are today, a mixture that contains, contains African blood. And so what we brought with us from the mainland was something that we got a chance to express on Puerto Rico. So my perspective, and I'm just going to jump into it because here we go. When it comes to our cultures and the contribution to take exclusive right, I want to ex kind of give you a visual like a brownie. Imagine the eggs go and say that they're more important than every other thing that makes up a brownie. At the end, you're going to mix all these ingredients and together you're going to have that final outcome. You understand? So I look at it with that perspective because when I grew up into hip hop, as it came to me from the pioneers, the people who started it. I'm talking about people born in the 50s. I'm not talking about this 80s hip hop that people think where it started. I'm talking Kingsbridge and, and rest in peace, Michael Tracy, 168. He was born in 58. So when I talk about, and he's white and Puerto Rican. So I'm talking about originators that were alongside other pioneers who were black and they all played together. They all started at the same time. These are the people that injected the culture and that perspective and understanding into us. And this is knowledge of self. When you think that way, you find more commonality in your brother than you find difference. So why are we fighting? And I come from the No Sabo tribe. I'm that Puerto Rican that don't even speak Spanish. So what was my experience in the hood? I was, there was no room for me to do that, but my father was as black as my black brother. So was there any difference in my eyes? I rocked with everybody. I wasn't from the family because this is what separates you from being that family. That family where everybody with the, with the ticket in, the white ticket, from, from, from the youngest to the oldest came out that, that pure white skin color, light eyes and all that, they might play the card because altogether they, they fit that description. But in comes that one dark kid that you gotta, you know what I mean, that's running with the tribe now. Erase all of that. Damn, messed it up. Now we with those people. You know, there's those kind of Puerto Ricans that they can't front. So you and me, we all rock. They're not the ones trying to play that card because they can't. Or it's not as easy for them to. So when it comes to like the Puerto Rican-ness and what our contribution was, you can look into our musical, uh, you can look into our music, Bomba Plena, the percussiveness of it. 
and, and trace that back to Africa. We took that and we're on the island and, we, and we're playing with that. You understand? And we're building these rhythms, but we have that experience. That's what we was doing. Our, our, our brothers on the mainland that came from Africa to the States, the Carolinas and all that, they was doing what they was doing, but we was bringing this home and we had a chance to build this up. And we came over here with Mambo, you know, Cuba with Mambo, Bomba Plena, Sasa music, the breakdancers. We threw a certain flavor into the mix. Not to say we created it, we added something. Everybody was throwing something in the pot. That's a cypher. 360 degrees, we got a pot. And our cultures are just throwing in there, boom. This is what we brought from back home from Africa on our trip. This is spiritual. This is what I came back from with the tribe. I want to throw this. And we're all on the mainland, on, on, on neutral territory, on the U.S., on United States soil now. We've been kicked from Puerto Rico over here. We've migrated. We're colonized. We got our suffering too, brother. We got our suffering too. We understand it differently but similar. It's in our blood, my brother. But all we're doing is coming and saying, we was there throwing this and we was throwing that while you was throwing that. We mixing something. Sorry we don't got 50% on it or 60 on it. But we bringing something from back home, something we preserve and we're proud of. And even the touch of Portuguese, when we're talking about breakdancing and the capoeira, the martial arts that kept them as slaves on point and ready to fight or revolt. This is hip hop, something inside of us, that we carried all the great parts of it. And then we got squeezed out. And in our defensiveness, we produced these gems called hip hop and outspurted these pillars, the graffiti, the marking down. Maybe he wasn't cornbread, right, who made a tag, but he was the Tracy 168s of the world, rest in peace. The wild styles that took letters and took color combinations that was put in cartoons, right? At the time where cartoons was new and showing, oh, that's, that's TV artist. We in the hood, we can do that too. And all the hood economics that comes with being a painter in poverty, still in spray paint, getting exclusive colors to show people, I got limited paint. So when I put that color up there, people are like, oh, when you know, you know. There's a lot of if you know, you know, you knows in, in, in hip hop. That dude now is more famous than the other dude because he could use... He, he made a whole filling in the outline. He did a whole piece in rare colors, colors that been discontinued since this year and that year. It gets way deeper. That stuff to the regular eye, to the outsider, they don't see those little in intricate parts. You understand? So it means so much deeper to us. And this is the knowledge of self. This is knowing where you came from. This is knowing what contributions and, and, and what your ancestors have done and bring to the table. We're trying to bring it back and make it whole again, a 360. A complete cipher. You understand? So this is this is this is the this is the graffiti element of it. And the rapper element, expressing the expressiveness, the oratory. We're telling stories of our struggle, our pain, our perspective, our hope, our fears, our fighting back, our rebellion. And we speak it in a way that we have a rhythm now and we can continue this story. You understand? Like maybe we're not reading books because we were not on the train of being taught, but we now made music. Something inside of us in our rebellion is going to create, and we made it beautiful. Y'all are profiting off of it, not being us. You understand an exploitation of the rapper. So this is so much deeper. This, this is spirit. This is tribal. This is knowledge of self. And then you talk about the DJ taking these little loops, finding the recorded beat, being so creative as to we don't have a band. We don't have instruments to be percussive on. So I'm going to take the percussive elements 
of other records, and I'm going to build rhythms out of that to make up for what I don't have, to make up for my lack. You strip me of my dignity, of, of all the possibility of possession, of the right to vote. You strip me of everything, and I can still take from my lack and produce something beautiful. The DJ, knowledge of self. This could be a hip-hop preaching because this is how deep we take hip-hop. When you're from there and you got your eyes open, you're watching that. That is hip-hop. Who did I miss? The breakdancer? I talked about the breakdancer, aerosol artist, the graffiti writer, the DJ, and the MC. It's the four. And the fifth, the fifth element is always knowledge of self. So it's crazy. These are the pillars of hip-hop, and that's the quick breakdown of it. If that was quick, it was passion, and I know I feel it. Because it is to us who feel passionate about hip-hop. Hip-hop is too often categorized with just being rap. And this is where some of us have to chime in and say, hey, hey, hey. It's not just that category that's giving those people the most money. Because let's be real. If there was anyone that we want to market off of, we want to just call that the whole thing. Forget all the other things. Like fast food stripped of a nutrients. Let's shed away all those other pillars. They're not really making corporate money like that. It was a fad. Let's take this part, that message part. And let's make money off of them because they want to hear each other's pain. That's rap. That's real rap. When people say real rap, this is all communications. And this is why communication is powerful. We were censored before in rap. And then all of a sudden, okay, cool, freedom, you know, your, 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 your First Amendment right and all that. So just, let's just let's make our money off of them like this country always does. They present to you, this is the problem, problem, problem. All right, cool, we join it. Now we're going to, as long as we can make money on it, whenever they're ready for it. But that's rap. Rap is exploited. Rap is not in the right hands. But rap is not all hip-hop. That's 50 years of hip-hop to me. As a Bronx kid that was amongst the powerful Pexters on Kingsbridge, the Chino, New York City Breakers, the Speedy D, you know, New York City Breakers, the Incredible Breakers, my man Josh, his uncles, Chino, Sammy, Brian, the originators, the pioneers, the ones at the very beginning doing this thing, contributions, the other pillars. That's hip-hop to a Bronx kid who was there, who was paying attention, who was drinking from the well of hip-hop and not sparing any parts, getting my whole four course. I wasn't just there for the rap. Give me all of it. It's for me. I can take it. I'm going to take it in abundance, and I got the richness of the culture to the degree that in front of me on this small table, I got a recording equipment, I got DJ stuff, I got markers and black books, and I got myself as movement. Hip-hop can protect your mind. It gives you an outlet in physical form and exercise to keep you on point for that moment of rebellion, because we might need to do that. The fittest I've ever been was while I was a breaker. Those movements with no weights, just you counterweighting and balance. In fact, the Brazilian element, the, the Portuguese element, the capoeira, that's in fact what they did. And they danced in the fields. These are outlets for us. It's only natural that hip-hop will be created out of pain, the most painful. You understand, like, this is our people. We, we should be celebrating that. That's our oneness and that's all that matters. If we make more things matter, that's where we're gonna find the vision. Cause you keep looking and searching and searching and you're gonna find something to find a difference on. As opposed to going ahead and finding what we have more in common and just sticking to that. There's enough of that for us to agree, yo, we're some talented people. Look at what we did with lack. Look at where we took it. Uh, let's put our money together and make it happen and just own all of this for us, by us, FUBU. That's hip-hop. Look a lot deeper than the music. 
Let this thing mean something to you because just like that, people have passed. There's some good players and bad players too. There's some people who's for the culture. There's some people just for here for the paper, like everything in, in the world. There's preachers I could say the same thing about. In every community, you're going to have that. But do not, do not pay attention to those ugly parts and say that that's hip-hop. And look at the puff daddies of the world. Look at the essence of it, the tribal parts of it, the core of it, and stick to that. Everything else is just fluff on top, how much sprinkles you want. Whether it's trap or drill, all those little categories, all that stuff is whether you want cinnamon on top, sprinkles on top, crushed Oreos, you get it? If you dig what I'm saying, like all that extra stuff, don't get lost in all that. The essence of hip hop is beautiful. It is you and me and it's what connects each other. Whoever built it first, well, we built it together. In poverty, for those who was there, you understand? I, I was a kid amongst all the crackheads and zombies myself. Who was the one sending me to the store? Hey, yo, shorty, buy me this and that. It was this dude that came out in the movie Beat Street. It was this dude that helped me with this creative of cans. And you're just doing anything they want because you know in the, in the hood, they're your heroes. They're the closest thing to celebrity that you could reach in that level of poverty. We're at the beginning of the birth of hip hop. That's undeniable. It shouldn't be deniable. You shouldn't reach that far to find something to be deniable. If I wanted to press my wife about something, the more I press, the more I'm going to be uncomfortable because you're going to find yourself trying to be at psychic level, just trying to figure everything out. We could do that all day. You're going to search, you're going to find a problem. That's like anything. That's, that's common sense. So why, why are we going that far? Why are you testing me for? Just we, we there together. We was there. Look at it. But I speak the language. I'm from here. I'm not an outsider. Mansplain, mansplaining hip-hop. As a person who wasn't even there amongst all these elements I mentioned, all the nuanced parts, you don't know those things. You ain't come up like that. You didn't help the DJ up the stairs for the house party with the records, and, and that person's related to the top you know, graffiti writer over here worldwide. And I'm not going to name names on that, but these are the people, my first tag with this dude who's worldwide famous. These, these are the people we did our little favors for. These are the people eventually, some of them, the ones that got the, the, the shit end of the stick that we sold our drugs to, and we all recycled this to each other. But we was always connected. That's how we were in the sancocho of hip hop. Hip hop was the sancocho, and I was swimming all in it. And for us, we can explain that. We don't need no outsider to explain those parts. We don't need no ex outsider to tell me, oh, y'all don't celebrate your Africanness. My man, let me tell you something. You're asking the wrong person. Talk to me and everybody who can speak the talk. Because a lot of us, because one thing about language, if you don't know enough about a language, you just sound rude. So my people who can't speak, right, just disregard them. There's a lot of people with perspective, but you won't know that unless you spoke the language. But for me, that I speak your language primarily. I don't even speak my native language. That's not my native language. It's your native language. I could talk and ask me. You're asking the wrong person. I'll tell you just how African I am. And a lot of us can too. Don't deny us. We, we, you know what I mean? We ain't got the same numbers as y'all. And when I say y'all, it's us. So it's weird for me because to me, I include it all. But for, for sake of argument, for y'all. So again, this, sec, you know, this part of hip hop or whatever, you know, it, it, those are the ugly sides. And I think we've been hearing a lot about it because people have been making it matter. And it don't matter. It shouldn't matter. We all won. We just a stop away from each other. And I think that, you know, hip hop deserves so much more. So at this moment, I say when it comes to hip hop and the 50th year anniversary, 
I think we can talk about artists and which ones transition from this point and, and who's brought what to the table first. And that conversation has been had and we've had the, the accolades and that's dope. And I think that we've seen the highlights of, of the clips of the break dancers and the visuals and what movies portrayed those stories and which DJs have went on to produce multi-million dollar hits and records and became producers in the industry and became industry folks and climbed that route and all the artists that became super high-end digital creators in, in the highest capacities, movies and animations, who are all born from the elements. We can hear all those things and those things are dope. But today, this conversation, I think I needed to address on this platform is the essence of our black and brownness and that we're just a gradient. There's no hard stop between us. I could tell you a yellow from, from a, 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 another color on another spectrum. Black and brown, we blend right in with each other. There's no hard stop. We flow right into each other. We all connected. I know that, I feel that. It's within me. That's, what, that's the vibe I get, that's what resonates when I'm amongst. I know my tribe. I know how I feel when I'm next to a black person. I feel at home. My father was black. He was a Dominican man. He's black. Like, I don't know what my older sister, same skin color, black. My nephew, that same, same skin color, black. My aunt, black. My, my father's side of the family, my, my grandmother, my grandfather, 98 years old, black. I don't know what else to tell you. I, I, I got to do percentages now. I got to spit in the cup. You can't take me at the, I understand your pain. I go through it and we're here. Don't get it twisted on, on, on the strength of those who speak in that racist language. That's phasing out. Give us some time. We all hurt. We all got our oppressions and we're trying to mix together. Let's stop looking at the differences. That's hip hop to me. That's the conversation I wanted to have. That's the talk I wanted to talk because people don't realize how deep hip hop gets and how tribal hip hop is. So blessings on the 50th anniversary of hip hop. This is me, Kingsbridge Rich. Catch me on my socials. Get the link tree. Follow me on IG, Kingsbridge underscore rich. Follow me on My Bronx Stories on IG, my underscore Bronx underscore stories. And if you want to catch those stories, catch the podcast on Spotify, on Amazon Music, or Apple, and that'll be a vibe. Send me your emails. Catch me on TikTok as well. And when you catch me on TikTok, you'll catch my link tree in the bio. And there you just connect to all my socials. Peace to the TikTok family. Y'all be holding this brand strong. Thank you again. Signing off. Your boy Rich. 50 years anniversary of hip hop.